Hello, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman. With me, as always, is my pal... Noelle Schmidt. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Um, this is a show called High Spirits. We're out of Chicago. Uh, it's a podcast about ghosts, and while we talk about ghosts, we... Also talk about Wisconsin sports. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> One time. <laughs> Maybe a few times. I like to just dabble it, dabble yeah. in it a little bit. But right. no. Just ghost stuff. Yeah, we talk about ghosts. Paranormal stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we, the, the whole realm of the supernatural. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Noelle, who are you sponsored by? Uh, tonight I am drinking a, uh, Pigmentum Malbec, The Secrets in the Squeal. Ew. What the, what's that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what it says? No, it doesn't. But, oh. <laughs> um, but pig is in the title, so I thought that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think it has something to do with direction because there's a compass on it, on the label. Great. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I am um, drinking Half Acre Beer, their Tuna Extra Pale Ale. Gross. It's really, really good. <laughs> I like it a lot. The can is, are those scales? Like uh, fish scales on the outside? Is that what that is, you think? Yeah, I think they're fishes. Yeah. I don't want to associate beer and fish. <laughs> but I don't like... Okay. But I don't like fish, so... Right. Other than sushi. Right. And now you know everything you need to know about me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, all right. Well, it's been a while since we've uh, done this. So, Noel, anything yep. you want to say? No. Um, no. Yeah, me neither. I'm blank. I feel like everything's going very well. Tonight? Sure. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't be better. <laughs> uh, we're, yeah, it might be, it might storm by the time I leave the ghost studio. Mm-hmm. So, um, but otherwise, it's been a great day. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I feel like I'm bending over a lot. Are you? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I've got to work on my posture. <laughs> in general or in the ghost studio? All of the above. Okay. I've got terrible posture, which is probably probably why I have back problems. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're an attractive gal. Your spine will work it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if those two go into go relate. I think so. Anyway, but. Uh, <laughs> Your spine is just a late bloomer. But thanks for saying so. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eventually, you'll be, you'll be straight like a chair. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just get right into it. <laughs> okay. We're killing it banter. Small talk. We mm-hmm. are terrible at it. We're not good at it. No. Which mm-hmm. is weird because we just had like a 45 minute conversation. Right. But we had a lot to catch up on. <laughs> we and just so, don't do it for the people. No. Yeah. Which is fine. Right. All right, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're great. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about Salem, Massachusetts. Oh. The. The one and only. The one and only. Isn't um the the show Days of Our Lives? <laughs> Doesn't that take place in Salem? I think so. Yeah, it's I, been a long time, but I don't think it's Massachusetts. It's I it's no, it's kind of like how Springfield is yeah. for The Simpsons. It's just kind of like Salem. I used to Salem, watch that show in college. I watched it religiously most of my youth. Because my mom was a big fan, and then uh, so was my grandmother. So whenever I'd be there, she was it was on. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was always on. It was always in the same place. Yeah. I caught it like uh, it had been ten years since I caught it, and then I caught it again, and I was mm-hmm. like, huh, they're on the same storyline. Yeah, I know all of these people. <laughs> it moves at a snail's pace. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, I picked it up again in in college as well. Yeah, and I'm like, huh, not, not much has changed. Not much has changed. Uh, Bo and Hope. Still, still being killed off and brought back to life again. <laughs> uh, and then there was, um, yeah, Roman and Marlena. Sure. Is or that just... John Black. John Black. Yeah. And he was Roman, and then he was Roman, and then he became John Black, the, and then the priest. Yes, and then Roman came back. Right. Yeah. And I remember uh, Roman or John Black and Marlena just kind of communicated through a series of stares and heavy breathing <laughs> for years. <laughs> Now let's go back to the Salem. Sorry. <laughs> the Salem witches <laughs> and ghosts. <laughs> Although that was a really nice um, recap of the last 15 years right. of Days of Our Lives. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there were ghostly things that were happening on Days of Our Lives too. Like when uh, Marlena was possessed and they had to perform an exorcism on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we promise? I mean, I know what you're talking about. Can we promise not to talk about Days of Our Lives ever again? <laughs> I can't. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear Salem, that's where I go. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about the Salem that was first settled by the Europeans in 1626. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's located at the mouth of the Namkeeg River at the site of an ancient American Indian village and trading center. Okay. Salem is a Hellenized, which means Greek 
Yeah. Of, yeah. Salem is a Hellenized uh, form of the word peace. In Hebrew, you might know it as shalom. Oh. Yeah. So Salem, anytime you see Salem, uh, for the most part, maybe people don't realize it, is just uh, shalom. Shalom. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Too bad it didn't turn out that way. No, it was it was like you're a witch. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. Shalom. Welcome to Salem. If you're a crazy religious person, you'll like it here. <laughs> Speaking of religious fervor, let's, oh, let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, New England um, had been settled by religious refugees uh, that were seeking to build a pure Bible-based society. Now, if that sounds great to you, just know this is sort of sort of went poorly. Um, the earliest recorded rich, witch cat. Ugh. Witchcraft execution was uh, Alse, A-L-S-E, Young, in 1647 in Hartford, Connecticut. So, already before the uh, halfway mark of the 1600s here in America, we're killing witches. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. They were killing, and we've talked about this before, they were killing witches in Europe before this, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this kind of carried over. <laughs> yes. Witches, okay. have, witches have been a staple of... Um, sort of wherein there's religious fervor, they will mm-hmm. always find, find sort of an outspoken woman to, um, uh, murder for being a witch. Okay. For whatever reason, it could be right. sexual promiscuity. It could be perceived, uh, freedoms or liberties mm-hmm. that she's taking. Maybe she's not married, but she's bone in the towns, people, right. whatever it is. They don't like the way she looked at them at church. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Got it. Now I will talk about this, t- um, that... In 1668, um, Joseph Glanville, uh, in America, he's a famous theologian and writer, uh, claimed that he could prove the existence of witches and ghosts of the supernatural realm, which sounds cool. Unfortunately, there's always a downside right. to this, because um, we're going to get into two religious men of the time. One, he's one of them. But um, Glanville said that if men doubted the reality of spirits, uh, they not only denied demons, but also the almighty God. So there was certainly a progression of belief. You got to believe in ghosts, Mm -hmm. spirits, so you can believe in demons, so you can believe in God. Well, I feel like that's still kind of true. Not for me. Well, (laughs) I feel like some people feel that way, but we, but I think like growing up Catholic, that was definitely part of it. You've got to believe in the Holy Ghost and you've got to believe that, uh, people can transcend to an afterlife and become a spirit or an angel or something like that. And there are demons in hell. So therefore that's how God exists because God's created all of this. Mm -hmm. So I think there's, I think, you know, it all kind of ties together. Sure. I don't agree with it, but I'm saying that I, I I certainly believe that that's, I see where people are coming from. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, so works by Glanville, uh, Joseph Glanville, who I just mentioned, and Cotton Mather, you've probably heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, famous, uh, <laughs> here I'm going to call him a theologian. You might um, <laughs> call him, <laughs> uh, I don't know, very vigorously religious. Anyway, um, they were really working hard to try to prove that demons were still alive. Okay. Going back to theology, right? right. Um, uh there was a big thing about the antithetical, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can pray and God can hear you, obviously you could talk to the devil and the devil could hear you and manifest itself similarly to God. Cool. Yeah. All right. So that kind of lays the uh, framework for what we're going to see in Salem. Um, the Salem witch trials uh, were a series of he- hearings and prosecution of people accused of witchcraft uh, in Salem, Massachusetts in 1692. Okay. So a good 70 years after Salem was settled, they got themselves a witch problem. Well, it sounds like they were just bored. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> There's a lot of theories that we'll get into later about why this all happened when it did. We need something to do. Mm-hmm. It's really, there's nothing happening here at the mouth of the whatever lake. Namkeeg. Namkeeg. So uh, let's burn some chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, interestingly, there was a lot of infighting between towns um and uh salem was kind of known for its um religious zealotry okay amongst zealots people thought they were a little bit oh they were like the extreme of the extreme yeah fascinating (laughs) so they're like um extreme like wow yeah they're the the mountain dew version uh they're code red uh i recently had a conversation with somebody over um uh 
uh, I won't go into detail, but I did a, <laughs> Please don't. I did a ropes course last week, yeah. which well, no, kicked, sorry, go into detail. kicked my butt. Um, and one of the obstacles, uh, you could go either difficult or extreme. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'll do difficult. <laughs> and, uh, the woman I was with was like, well, I think that extreme is less than difficult. No. And I was like, no, you are grossly mistaken. Yeah. Extreme is like extreme. Yeah. Who is this person? Yeah. I won't say. But um, we had like we stood on this platform having a conversation That's about insane. which because looking at them the extreme one looked like it was a little bit more manageable deceiving. Um, well, lesson learned, guys. It was not. The extreme was easier. No, it was horrible. Yeah, of course it was. It was. Hor- I had to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. Well, if you can't do it, no one pretty can. Pretty much humiliating. Aww. It was awful. Uh, yeah, live to tell. Yeah. So then I went I went down the difficult route and am here to tell the story. So, you know. Oh my. Just a few bruises. To get closer to the people you work with? Um (laughs) That's the goal, right? Yes and no. Uh Uh-huh. where there there were uh fractions, um fractures. That was probably the extreme team building (laughs) moment when I was like, I can't go on. They left you. No, they helped me. Oh. They helped me get back. It was awesome. Um, and embarrassing and awful. Yeah. I've been finding like those team building things. It's like where there was a fracture before there is now a great like fissure. Yeah. Like no coming back. Well, and here's the thing. Like you're like that fucking asshole (laughs) who can't like do a PO right. I don't want to be on the extreme course now. (laughs) Well, the other, the other part of it is that there was no team building about it. Like it was very individual work. Right. Cause you can't, you can't walk like a tight rope cable thing as a group. (laughs) So tell that to Barnum and Bailey's flyers right well and you also right uh you also don't want to cheer people on while they're doing this because they're concentrating so I don't know where the team building part of it came into play that they advertised but um I'm glad I did it I'm glad you did too yeah I learned a lot about myself and you seem your posture even seems better when (laughs) you talk about it because I'm slumping you're very proud of yourself uh I'm not like it was brutal but um Definitely a reason to rejoin a gym. <laughs> well, we're going to table that story for a little bit, but we certainly can right. come back to that. Extreme. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to give you the cliff notes version of the Salem witch trials. Okay. So believe it or not, this, this episode is sort of about the Salem witch trials, but it's more about the ghosts that come later. Okay. But I feel like people need, if you don't know about the Salem witch trials, stick around for a little bit of time. Some people have like encyclopedic knowledge of this. So I don't want to go, go too deep. Yeah, or you could watch, um, what's the play? <laughs> the Crucible? The, yeah. By, Arthur, goes, by uh, Arthur, Marilyn Monroe's husband. Correct. <laughs> Arthur Miller. Who? That cranky old man who, who lived at the... Um, Hotel Chelsea. Yes, yeah. the Hotel Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that woman to cut down that racket. Get off my lawn. That guy. Yeah, Ooh, we're calling a lot of stuff back. Right. Um, yeah, Marilyn Monroe's <laughs> husband wrote a real sweet... Not sweet. I meant sweet, like, cold, red, cool. Yeah. Uh, a, a play about that. It was also made into a movie. It was. With Joan Allen. She is a delight. Joan Allen is a delight. Right here from the Steppenwolf Theater. Love her. Hey, Joan Allen. What up? <laughs> Fan of the show, Joan Allen. Yep. We can't confirm that. Joan, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Every email you send, we cherish. <laughs> Thanks, Joan. Thanks, Joan. Not confirmed. We have her, <laughs> oh, her handprint on the wall here at the ghost studio. <laughs> Right next to my J.B. Fletcher, <laughs> right. um, which is not a lie. That's here. That is absolutely here. <laughs> okay. Um, so here's the, here's the clip notes version of um, what happened, the sequence of events. So the reverend, the reverend in town, Reverend Paris, his daughter, Betty, and his niece, Abigail, uh, began to act oddly. Um, there was a physician in town. By the way, it's uh, 16... Um, 92. So when I say, when I say physician, do you no. know how old they were? Uh, they were just like girly girls. I think they were like 12 and 13. So they were, I'm guesstimating puberty. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Dr. Griggs examined them and could find nothing wrong with them. Um, so what the girls continued, what they did is they continued to throw themselves on the floor in fits. They started to bark like dogs. Uh, and they would swear that the devil is after them. Now, what do you do when you're, um, a doctor in 1692, you, you don't think that there's nothing wrong with kiddos. You say that they are possessed by demons. Of course. Right. Okay, cool. Just so we're on the same page. Um, <laughs> I can think of no other possible nope. solution. So Dr. Griggs wasn't like, your kids need a lot of attention and maybe you should send them to school instead of making them turn butter. 
Instead, he was like, well, they're barking like dogs. Ergo thus, the cloven hooved. The devil. The devil. The master of the woods. <laughs> so, um, okay, so Betty and Alice, uh, Abigail, who are the kiddos, um, soon their behavior was uh, replicated and expanded upon by the other children. So, uh, what ended up happening is that all these kids kind of got in a fever pitch, and they said that certain villagers were witches and that they had cast spells upon them. Um, of course, adults took this all very seriously and they weren't like, shut up and do a ropes course. Um, (laughs) (laughs) they were like, tell me more. So these children under the encouragement of adults, um, who seemed to really enjoy this sort of, uh, declaration, um, the children started to accuse a whole bunch of neighbors. Some of them neighbors, their parents already didn't like. Right. Some of them neighbors who were already like on the outs. Um, so this kind of caused a ripple effect. So what happened is the children accused these neighbors and to get off the hook, the accused would then say it wasn't them, but they were in fact under the spell of somebody else. So it was kind of like rumor that begat rumor, begat rumor. And yeah. it all became this, uh, Noel's doing like a snowball with her hand. I am. Why yeah. can't you see that? Um, <laughs> witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if my hand just popped out while people were listening and you saw that? <gasps> How do we make that happen? Anyway. There was even a theory yeah. at the time that um, uh, neighbors started accusing neighbors because it would be an easy way to get rid of uh, nosy or annoying neighbors. And even um, if there was land that they had wanted and somebody wouldn't sell them to them or if they could claim somebody's possessions. Ugh, people yeah, so, are the worst. Yeah. That's terrible. Can I, I'm sorry, um, as far as religion, mm-hmm. are we talking about Anglicans, Quakers? What are we looking at here? Um, we're looking at um, Puritans, like Protestants. Okay. okay. Um, so, you know, the very early American version of that, which is very strict, very mm-hmm. um, no, have no fun um, kind of guys. Gotcha. Yeah. Real strict. No ankles, no wrists. For <laughs> no, the ladies. They, they had them. No, the yeah, ladies no, they couldn't can't show, show any of that stuff. I'm sorry. Got what it. do you think this is? France? <laughs> Ooh la la. Ooh. All right. Um, we're talking about Massachusetts. <laughs> Still that way. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, anyway, 13 months after all this started, uh, Betty and Abigail kicked this off. 156 people had been accused of witchcraft. What? How many people were there? Like 420? I can't say. But it had to have been like... Like, that had to have been, like, a third of the population. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of... I mean, it was a goodly sum of the oh, population. Betty That's and Abigail, really they're sure. the worst. Right? Well, they're kiddos. I mean, I know. Kid, you know, I don't know. Let's, let's say they were bad. Rambunctious the, preteens. The adults were problematic here. Yes, I agree. But come on. Um, so 156 people were accused. 19 people were hanged. And uh, one person was pressed to death. Pressed to death? Mm-hmm. Giles Corey pressed to death with stones. I guess I don't have to elaborate. You probably know what that means, but horrifying, right? That was a method of um, uh, figuring out whether someone was a witch or not. I don't think I ever have heard of that before. Yeah, they put a lot of stones on you. (gasps) They just make you lay down. I'm sure they tie you down, but... Uh, They they probably tie you down. Well, I'm not sure. Oh, my... They basically put a giant stone on you. They keep adding (gasps) stones. That is horrific. And so if you can get them off you, you're a witch. And if you can't, you're going to die, which means you're not a witch. Oh my god, that turns awful. out not a witch. <laughs> he died. Whoops. That's that is awful. I've never heard of that one That's before. Terrible. Oh my gosh. So I'm gonna name um I'm gonna name um names of executed in the days that they died. Okay. Because you're gonna hear about them in some ghost stories. I'm ready. Okay. Um <laughs> the person who kicked this all off was Bridget Bishop. We're going to hear a lot from Bridget. Okay. Um, she was executed on June 10th, 1692. That was Bridget Bishop. Bridge. <laughs> Good old Bridge. <laughs> Bridge Bish is what they called her. <laughs> um, uh, executed. Now, from here on out, we're going to see a lot of people executed on the same day. Okay. Uh, Bridget Bishop was hanged. Okay. Um, and so were these other peeps. Uh, executed July 19th, 1692, Rebecca Nurse, Sarah Good, Elizabeth Howe, Susanna Martin, and Sarah Wilds. Okay. Coming up later the next month. I sound like I'm doing the greatest hits. Coming up later the next month, <laughs> August 19th. I feel like Sarah Good is, and, and, and that's also probably a very common name, but I feel like that, oh, I'm thinking of Good with an E at the end. 
Um, this one doesn't have one. It could have at the time. But is she, like, a popular in... Am I making that up? Like, is she, like, a known... A known pers- entity? Yeah. Um, perhaps. Okay. You, a lot of these names, like Proctor and Goody and Good, you'll see a lot. Okay. And also, going back to, um, I think I mentioned Rebecca Nurse. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people had, uh, last names that were pretty consistent with what they did for a living. Got it. Okay. Right? I mean, she might as well have been called, like, uh, Rebecca Midwife. But Got she it. was Rebecca Nurse. Okay. Um, executed August 19th, 1692. Got some men coming in here. Uh, George Burroughs, George Jacobs Sr., Martha Carrier, John Proctor, and John Willard. Then the next month, uh, we had eight people hit the gallows. Um, September 22nd, 1692. Uh, Martha Corey, who was married to that Giles Corey that I was talking about. Uh, Martha Corey, Mary Eastie, Mary Parker, Alice Parker, Anne Hudiator, that's P-U-D-E-A-T-O-R, I might be saying it wrong, uh, Wilmot Red, Margaret Scott, Samuel Wardell Sr., and then finally, uh, there were five others who died in prison. So, that's Lydia Dustin, Anne Foster, uh, Sarah Osborne, and uh, Roger Toothaker, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? He probably had a bad toothache. Um, he died... Before his trial, and I think probably due to torture or malnourishment. Uh, and then there was Mercy, who was the infant daughter of Sarah Good. Maybe oh, that's why you know her? I think maybe. Mercy was actually born in prison. And sorry, that name gives me chills because they allowed Sarah uh, Good and Mercy uh, no mercy. Right. They let that baby die in prison, and then they uh, executed that mother. I think. I want to say that that's related to the um, um, Bloody Mary story. Oh, I I don't know. I think yeah. that might be because there was the the rumor about her being her preg- being hot. Yeah, and her being pregnant and them killing the baby. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So maybe mm. that's maybe I, that fits into that lore. We'll have to yeah we'll have to confirm that. Okay. But, well, um, that's why you know. It. I I feel like that's why her name stood out. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, and I already mentioned this too before, before Giles Corey is going to come back. That's the one who, um, I didn't reference on a day because he was, um, he was, uh, killed by crushing. Oh God. Uh, but he was married to, um, Martha Corey who was hanged. Anywho. <laughs> That's awful. Um, yeah. So just a quick footnote in this. I mean, pretty much every American has heard of, the Salem witch trials in terms of like um, hysterical religiosity, right? Like just, um, so I, I'll just mention this. According to uh, historian George Lincoln Burr, which is an awesome name, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Salem witchcraft trial was the rock on which theocracy was shattered, which is nice. This predates the, um, Declaration of Independence and the Constitution yeah. almost by 100 years. And it's nice that this happened before yeah. <laughs> we were settled as a country because we had people like Ben Franklin and people Tom, like Thomas Jefferson, etc., men of the Enlightenment, that were very weary mm-hmm. of this type of thing. Yeah. This type of heavy-handed... Right. Well, and what a ca- what a shadow it would cast on this... I mean, we would completely be... We would be a completely different nation. Well, I, if- I, I will say this. Have you been to Salem? No, the entire town is like a is like a cottage industry uh, based on these events. Interesting. Four hundred and thirty years ago, ask. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, four hundred twenty something years ago, twenty two years ago. Um, it is kind of like the Wisconsin Dells, if <laughs> if morbid, but yeah, but morbid. Like yeah. it's sort of like kitschy and shitty, right? But it's like it's also simultaneously like New England, so. There's, like, really old, beautiful cemeteries you can go in. Right. There's but it's charm. Like, and... You go to this amazing historical cemetery, and right next to it is, like, a haunted house. Mm-hmm. But, like, ghouls outside, they're like, Ooh! Right. So it's, like, really, it's a stark contrast. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, here's something that's, like, so historical and so fascinating. It'll make your hair stand up on end, and yet right. they've schlocked the fuck out of it. Yeah. And and that's where I have a problem with it, because I, I really appreciate the historical element of it and I mean as everyone knows I'm all about horror films and I'm all about the macabre and all that stuff but when it's real or based (laughs) on that kind of stuff where we're 
capitalizing off of like how cruel we can be as human beings, then it's kind of like, ah, I don't know. Like I would love to go to Salem and, and mm-hmm. see it for the cemeteries and see the historical it's incredible, aspect yeah. of it. But yeah, the schlocky stuff. Like, it's real dumb. I don't like, I don't like I that. I went to a museum of witchcraft there that the only thing scary about it um, <laughs> was that it was in a basement and all the right. mannequins looked like they were like wax mannequins from the 1970s and they were like falling apart and it sort of looked like there was bed bugs in all the costumes. Yeah, that's it was that's just creepy. Gross. I just thought it's creepy. Yeah. No thanks. I think it smelled like mildew. Moth, no, no mothballs there. I don't know. Probably not if you're smelling mildew. Yeah, it was just like gross. oh, that's unfortunate. But it did. It gave you the feeling. The whole town, but that museum too. Mm-hmm. It gave me the feeling that there was always something behind me. Oh. Yeah. There probably was. I know. <laughs> I was in this very, very old cemetery. This is a segue, and then we're going to get back to the ghost. But I was in this um, uh, cemetery, which I don't think I'm covering in my notes, um, but the Burying Point, which mm-hmm. is famous for being one of the oldest cemeteries. I think it was uh, founded in 1635. And it was just creepy. Just creepy. It was beautiful. Um, at a certain point, <laughs> this man started following uh, me and a friend of mine like following us and then taking pictures of us. And I felt, I had never felt more creeped out in my life. It was the weirdest. And it wasn't like part of the tour. Like, he no, was this was like, like not a, not a part of the thing. It he was, was just, just being a weirdo. It was just weird. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. And I was like, cool. We got to get out of here. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> Everybody chop, chop. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> get in the van. It's time to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, just a quick thing um, to tie back to an episode that happened so long ago, right here in high spirits. We oh. talked about ergotism. Remember yes. Ergot? <laughs> Which is flying on bur- brooms. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> so I think high on yeast. Yeah. So we yes. talked about this, uh, I think, in the Halloween episode. But, um, so... Yep, it was the Halloween <laughs> Which episode. Which is... Um, anyway, Ergot is a, uh, a fungus that grows on rye bread. Right? <laughs> so a lot of people didn't know, actually, you could eat rye bread without this fungus. And what Ergot would uh, do... It's actually the fungus... I'm going to say this real fucked up. Uh, Claviceps purpurea. Nailed it. Claviceps purpurea. I feel really (laughs) good about that. Anyway, it's actually the natural substance from which LSD is derived. Oh. Uh, (laughs) But uh, you can, if if you make your own rye bread and you leave it in a storage locker, (laughs) (laughs) you too can eat ergot and fucking freak out. High spirits doesn't encourage anyone to. High spirits definitely does not encourage drug use of any sort. (laughs) That said, you can make ergot. If you make rye bread and, bread and put it in the storage locker. <laughs> this is terrible. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, it, but, but I did uh, mention in that episode a very long time ago that um, what uh, women would do, not particularly in this story, but what women would do is they would put it um, underneath their armpits and they would also put it in their, uh, in their hoodly hoos. <laughs> In their lady parts. Uh, because if it just goes into a mucous membrane, your body will absorb it. And the whole writing on broomsticks thing was that women would per- ergot <laughs> at the end of the broom handle and ride it all night. That's all. And then I compared it to uh, when the girls were soaking their tampons in vodka. And I think I, re- I referenced butt chugging. <laughs> and it's all coming back to me. Celine Dion moment. Um uh. Anyway, uh, so it could have been ergotism that caused all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also just could have been like what we talked about, right? People got to get high. <laughs> they do. Um, it's joyful <laughs> or depressing. <laughs> um, this could have just been regular human behavior. Jealousy, spite, need for attention, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So now that we have that backstory about witches and uh, wild religious zealotry, shall we talk about ghosts? I Yes. You know what? Look at you. We're at 30 minutes. I'm zooming. That's because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm high on ergot. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never known. No, this whole thing, in my mind, took three minutes. I mean, I just thought that you were balancing nicely on that broomstick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am riding a broomstick. (gasps) I thought you were trying a new thing. Yep. (laughs) Listening to Days of Our Lives on my headset. (laughs) (laughs) No, John Black, don't do it. No, Marlena. <laughs> I can't even. I know. I, can't. I was about to talk about Sammy and Austin and that whole oh, thing. Oh man! 
right. So let's talk about um, some Sam hotspots. I've got a ton. Okay. We might not even get through it all. You have so many pages. I <laughs> really do. So Stick many. with me, crowd. It'll get wild. <laughs> it's about to get nuts. It is. Um, the first place I'd like to talk about is the witch house. Okay. Witch house? It's the witch house. I'm such You're a asking for directions. creative name for it. Which house is it? The witch house. Which cul-de-sac is it? It's the witch house. <laughs> Which way do I go? I'm telling you it's the witch house. Okay, great. Um, you're you're going to go to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the smell of ergot. <laughs> it's a yeast smell. <laughs> you know. Um, so the witch house is also known as the Jonathan Corwin house. Ah, yes. Uh-huh. Um, this is Judge Jonathan Corwin. Of course. Rah, rah. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it was his house from 1640 to 1718. You know what? If there is a hell, that's his house. Those judges who yeah. condemned these women and men, yep, they're burning. Yep. Oh, I got a sheriff in here too, who Ooh. is just the worst. Sorry. So this is the only structure still standing in Salem with uh, direct ties to the Salem witch trials. Okay. So original. Um, it was bought by Judge Corwin in 1675, and he lived there for more than 40 years. Oh, I think I said before that his home, it was his home from 1640 to 1718. But what I meant was he was born in 1640. Okay. So he actually didn't buy that house until 1675. Um, but he lived there for 40 years. Um, Corwin investigated the claims of witchcraft. He actually took the place of Judge Nathaniel Saltonstall. Saltonstall. <laughs> uh, and actually Judge uh, Saltonstall, even though I cannot say his name, and mostly I blame Half Acre Brewing Company for that. Thank you for sponsoring me. Tuna. <laughs> um, this judge, actually, Nathaniel Saltonstall, um, executed Bridget Bishop. Oh. He was only one in, and he quit. Okay. He resigned. He didn't want to do it anymore. Um, oh, so, so she that was, was the, like, he was like, you know what, I don't, I don't like yep. this. And then that was our first one. Um, Bridget Bishop, uh, okay. remember how there was one on one day. He was like, absolutely not. Uh, and then, uh, Jonathan Corwin took his place and then killed, uh, 19 more people. So that's his story. Anyway, um, Corwin served on the court. Um, I already just said this, but he sent 19 people to the gallows. Um, all of them refused to admit to witchcraft and they maintain their innocence. So. Um, at the witch house, people think that they see, uh, the judge. Okay. Walking around. Um, they also think they see, uh, they don't know which women. They think they see women. Like, um, walking around proclaiming their innocence. Could be the same woman. Some, some say maybe it's like three different apparitions. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. But they don't have a name for them. Some of these other ones we have a name for them. Okay. Um, Danvers State Hospital on Hawthorne Hill mm-hmm. is haunted. Okay. Okay. Um, this is a Gothic house that sits upon Hawthorne Hill. Um, now this actually, this haunting has nothing to do with the actual hospital, the state hospital that's up there. Although you'll see some shit because you, of that. When you say up there and I'm assuming because Massachusetts in that area is very rolling with hills. Yeah. So it's like, is it actually like atop a hill? And It is atop a hill. So that adds a creep element as well. Yeah. Because... And so actually this <laughs> there was the hill atop uh, uh, where Witch House stands. And so this was the judge who okay. uh, oversaw. And so what they see on this uh, in the state hospital is like a, a carry over from you know just that sprawling land of Hawthorne Hill mm-hmm. that um, they report seeing shadows and apparitions. The judge is here too. They say he's here. The the Judge Corwin. Corwin. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, additionally not a great idea to build a um, state hospital on top of a already haunted place let's say um, but like most um, state hospitals of a certain time um Many patients were mistreated and uh, kind of locked in there against their will. Mm-hmm. Um, so people who go to that site believe that they have seen people who um, uh, died in that hospital and who are trapped in the structures, in the structure. They think they see um, people in the state hospital walking up and down the hallways. Uh, and finally, they people have also reported seeing spirits walking on the outside of the building trying to search for something. 
they don't account for this. They don't know. They don't know if these are the prisoners or witches. Right. When I say witches, <laughs> I mean those innocent women accused of witchcraft. <laughs> right. I don't mean that they're actually I witches. mean... They were convicted of being a witch. <laughs> they so, were. Witches they will be. And so be. was Giles Corey being, you know, right. crushed to death. Ugh. Um, that's interesting. I feel like Danvers State Hospital is pretty popular, right? Or maybe I've seen, like, a horror movie where they I think staged it there. All penitentiaries and hospital are, hospitals are famous in the ghost world. Yeah. Like, Dan. I mean, Danvers is also probably a pretty popular name. Could be. It's so, probably this one. It could be. It's old. Yeah. But if, Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, there's another prison um, that we'll talk about that I've actually heard of as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like in, in, in the ghosting world, it's like, if there's a hospital, school, or prison, you're going to hear about it. Totally, right. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, people walking outside of it looking for something is, I'd like to know more about that. I would too. That's interesting. I want to get um, uh, the medium and the mook out there. <gasps> yes. Amy Allen. I want her to go to town. She would tell us everything that's happening there. Yeah. She'd be like, the ghosts don't want the witch museum here. <laughs> witch museum? <laughs> That one. Uh, the Witch Museum. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, I'll take you to Gallows Hill. Um, <laughs> they're not even, like, playing her. I like that they're just, like, getting straight to the point. Witch Museum, Gallows Hill. Like, oh, we're yeah. telling you exactly what this is. And, like, the burying point, which I mentioned before. These guys, it's East Coast. Yeah. They're, like, they're, like, the rock upon whom, <laughs> or the rock upon which somebody was murdered. They don't... <laughs> They don't fuck around. They're not Midwestern. No. They're like, there is no, like, like metaphor. That's There's the tree of unpleasantness. No poetry here. <laughs> no, they're like, that's hanging tree. <laughs> <laughs> they're very in your face about it, which I love. Um, so Gallows Hill was actually the place where all 19 of these people were hanged. Um, they're actually buried uh, right close to there. Okay. There's a little bit um, from all my research. There's like three places around Gallows Hill, which there's a debate about where exactly the witches so they're unmarked graves yes so it was kind of like a this all happened very quickly mm-hmm. within three months okay and so it was like a mass fast grave like a mat so they just like kind of like kept an open grave possibly and like threw a lie on top of them and probably not open i mean because it was like once a, it was like once a month they executed like okay five to eight people but they um because they were witches, they couldn't be mar- They couldn't be buried in the Christian burial ground. Yep. So they were kind of just like thrown into mm-hmm. what one would be like. This is where a prisoner would just be executed okay. and thrown into. Okay. Um. So when I say that there's like some debate, very, very, very specific. Um, like was it here or was it like? 500 yards over here was it like 10 meters from there like because they're trying to really get the historical um like accuracy right so they've been like digging up bones and like are these mm-hmm. like bones contemporaneous with 1692 kind of thing i'm just gonna leave it at gallows hill <laughs> the more i read the more i was like interesting but specific yeah you can go to gallows hill if you want uh there you will find bridget bishop remember her I sure do. Yeah, she's the first lady. Bridge Bish? Bridge Bish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love her. First lady of Salem Witch. First Trials? lady. Bridge Bish. Yeah. Uh, she was executed. Um, first one. She still haunts there. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Work uh, it, bitch. Work it. <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> um, sorry, Bridget. It is unfortunate. <laughs> we love you, Bridget. I know. Um, Anyway, for ghosts there, people... Do, oh, Do we know what Bridge did to cause people to think that she was a witch? Um, I don't know specifically. It okay. has to be in the record. I didn't put it on I, I, I I'm sorry. Too... I'm sorry for That's putting okay. it on the spot. I didn't want to get too labored about... Um... Yeah. I know you've got a lot of ground to cover. Oh, no, no. Um, since she was numero uno executo, mm-hmm. um, I think that she had uh, a little bit of status. Okay. Um, I maybe. don't know if she was like a midwife or an apothecary or like some sending a message, maybe sending a message. Okay. Maybe she was a widowed or single and married to Mingle. Um, Bridge. <laughs> we could definitely follow up with that. I know there's like tons of information mm-hmm. why she was first. Um, and we'll hear from her a lot actually. Um, I'm excited. On Gallows Hill, people have taken ghost pictures. Okay. They've taken ghost videos. Mm-hmm. They've taken digital audio recordings. They've taken EMF readings. Um, these EMF readings, um, uh, and other paranormal investigations have revealed apparitions, 
mists, orbs, and other types of unexplained phenomena. Hunt damn. Yeah, if you want to hunt ghosts and you're near Salem, go to Gallows Hill. And I think that's why the medium and the mook don't go. It's too easy. It's too easy. Yeah. yeah. She, Amy Allen needs a challenge. Right? She, she, you're, right, you're, right, you're right. She needs to go to a home in the Quad <laughs> Cities. <laughs> she needs to go somewhere where she's going to get paid. Right? She um. needs to go on a lifeboat in Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> a lifeboat. <laughs> she can't go to no Gallows Hill, please. Ugh. Child's play. <laughs> Not the movie. She's like, I'm friends with half of those ghosts. Yeah, she's I like, they're my <laughs> spirit guides. Hi, Bridge. <laughs> oh, there's Bridge again. Yeah, she's friends with Bridget. But <laughs> okay. Uh, the next place we're going to go, we're just going to leave Gallows Hill because we got so much more to give. Um, we're going to the Lyceum, which is now Turner Seafood. It's still currently haunted. What is a Lyceum? Uh, the Lyceum is uh, a hall. It is a, like, historic meeting hall. Okay. And they I turned was... it into a seafood place. Great. Because I was really concerned that it was a place that they sent people to that had a head lice. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a specific, like, sanitarium. I was like, Lyceum? Um, okay, I feel a lot yeah, better no, it's like about a big, the seafood Big place. gathering hall slash kind of theater. All right. That's much better. So, this location, there's actually a couple locations that fit on this uh, specific thing that I was talking about. Um... Bridget Bishop owned an apple orchard. Oh. Yeah, the first lady of a bitch cuffed. I bet she was really nice. I'm, I'm sure she was great. I like her. I mean, if you own an apple orchard, right? Yeah. People probably want a little of your apple orchard. They're going to pick it off and put a hall there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, she, yeah, so that was where her apple orchard was. People report seeing Bridget Bishop in a long white gown floating above the Lyceum building's main staircase. Floating. Floating. That's a different... <laughs> she ain't walking. <clears throat> She's just watching everybody, floating. making sure. So specific. Yeah. Um, she just wants everybody to have a good time. She's just overseeing. Yeah. Giving them cider. She's swimming up in the air. <laughs> floating. Uh, <laughs> floating. Bridget's image has been seen in windows and mirrors throughout the building, which is your least favorite kind of haunting. I hate that shit. You look in a mirror and you're going to see Bridget's face. Ugh. Right behind you. No. You're going to turn around. She's not there. God damn it. You know it. why? She's floating. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be in two places at once. That's right. She's floating. <laughs> ABF, always be floating. All right. I'm going to take you to the Hawthorne Hotel. Hawthorne is a name you hear a lot because it's uh, part of the town founders. Okay. Um you know Nathaniel Hawthorne? I never mentioned this before. I do. Yeah, I wrote The Scarlet Letter yeah. and some other stuff. Uh, some of the judges and some of the townspeople of the Salem Witch Trial were actually his relatives. Of course they were. Yeah. So he... Yeah. Anyway. So that's why a lot of things are called Hawthorne. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, some of them back in the day, before he put the W in his name, it was Hawthorne. Oh, so he changed it? He changed it. Because it sounded nicer. I think he wanted just to kind of... Distance himself Distance from himself. the the awful people that yeah, yeah that murdered all these women. Also, Hawthorne does sound nicer. It does, and it's yeah. not that big of a switch. But whatever, yeah. you know, it's not like he was a writer or anything. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people had last names like Toothaker, so <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, the Hawthorne Hotel um, opened in 1925. Okay. Um, it was a hotel named after, here we go, Nathaniel Hawthorne. Uh, he grew up in the Salem area as a child. Bridge, Bridget Bishop, mm -hmm. uh, this hotel is also on her apple orchard. How big was this apple orchard? Big. It's an orchard. Bridge. So more than likely somebody just wanted her land. Probably. Yeah. Um, this is a land deal. If you go to the Hawthorne Hotel, um, many people say they can smell um, fresh apples. Oh, uh, here's the other thing. There are no apple trees or orchards located anywhere near that structure anymore. That makes me sad. Uh huh. But you can still smell apples if you if you are in the mm -hmm. presence of Miss uh, Bridget Bishop. Well, it was her only diet. <laughs> she <laughs> ate children and apples. Apples, apple cider, and the apple womb pie. of virgins and apples. Right. Yeah. Just kidding, Bridget. Well, she would mix the children with the apples. <laughs> right. Make a nice apple stew. She's going to haunt me in my dreams tonight. <laughs> Don't, Bridget. Uh, anyway, uh, if you're at the Hawthorne Hotel, you'll also hear strange sounds and you'll feel mists. Okay. Go there. 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the Joshua Ward house, shall we? I wish we would. Yeah. It was built in 1784. It's located at 148 Washington Street in Salem. Okay. Massachusetts. Ah, yes. Keep up. Um, it is, if you, if you go there, you'll see it. It's a three-story federal style brick house. Okay. Here's a little piece of bullshit. That <laughs> Stunning. <I love>. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. By the way, it was on HGTV and the Property Brothers. <laughs> knock down this wall. Look at that plain brick building. All they ever do is knock down walls. <laughs> Just all the time. Open concept, open concept, open concept. Listen, 20 I, years from now, everyone's going to hate open concept. They're like, I, can I just have my fucking privacy back? <laughs> I love the open concept. Dude, I do too, because we all grew up in like houses right. with like eight square foot dens. <laughs> I mean, I live in a place with like an alley, or what is it called? A galley kitchen. And yeah. I was like, I just want an open space. I know. I know. So I'm all for it, but I think you're right. I mean, we, we all want what we don't have. Yes. 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 <laughs> no, I'll just look like she wanted to like pound fists and declare. <laughs> yes. Uh, we want what we don't have. Thank you, Jay. Truth spoken. You're listening to High Spirits and you're also listening to Life. <laughs> Axioms and adages for just your daily life. Um, uh, profound. Well, here's a little piece of uh, East Coast bullshit that I put in here because <laughs> I really like it. Uh, here's one of my favorite lines ever. I don't know that this is true. George Washington. You know him? Nope. The he <laughs> he actually specifically requested to stay in this home when he visited Salem in 1789. That sounds made up. Uh, by the way, 1780. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's like when Ajax wanted to stay at Mary Bell's house. <laughs> <laughs> this is just one of those things that, like, I read it in so many places. It's either true or it's just horseshit. I mean, it's got to be horseshit. That's all. I mean, maybe. But probably why? Not. I think that's one of those things where listen, like, George Washington had better things to he do. He had so many better that's things. That's what the Constitution would fight. He was real busy. Busy. Then. But I think that that's <laughs> one of those things where it, it's totally a word of mouth thing. Where yeah. maybe he might have mentioned it, and somebody was like, George Washington wanted to stay at, at this place. Yeah, and Joshua every, Ward House. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it was like George Washington stayed at jo- Joshua Ward House. Jo- George Washington, mm-hmm. you know, and like all of a sudden, everybody's talking, and now it's like written word. Yep. When really George Washington was like, "Who's Joshua Ward?" Mm-hmm. While his wooden teeth were clacking, <laughs> he didn't have wooden teeth. <laughs> all right, um, <laughs> he had the gingivitis. Okay. In 2015, <laughs> uh, the Joshua Ward House was changed into a hotel. So just so you know, like anytime you change something into a hotel, you're gonna you're gonna raise up the spirits, mm-hmm. digging them up. Um, this land and foundation was built upon a house that once belonged to Sheriff George Corwin, the most famous witch killer in American history. The worst. Uh, the spirit of Sheriff Corwin. Oh, was he related to the Judge Corwin? We. Okay. Yep. Please continue. Sorry, I was really proud of myself for, like, making that connection. Actually, that might have been um, Judge, Judge Hawthorne, and this might have been Sheriff Corwin. I might have just screwed that up a little bit. Oh, it's okay. But Sheriff Corwin uh, was just as famous and just as brutal. Okay. Um, he, um, oh, he would accuse, um, I'm sorry, he would get the witches, I'm, like, thrown off by him, like, Sheriff Corwin. Damn it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. People have a right to know the you truth. You should be happy that I'm paying attention. I love it. You are bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. <laughs> um, he he tortured people. Mm. He would tie them neck to ankle nope. until fountains of blood would rush from <gasps> their nose. Ugh. He would brag that he tortured prisoners for hours. Uh, one person he crushed to death was um, R. Giles. Corey. That's what I've talked about before. So he's just a murderer. Like, he's a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a nice person. In fact, they uh, were so, his family was so worried that after all this uh, blew over, witch trials were in 1692. He died in 1697 of a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Good. They didn't bury him in the cemetery. They put him in the basement of the Joshua Ward house. Excuse me. Oh, that's a safe place to go. Well, at the time they lived there. Okay, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want to bury somebody in your basement? You don't, but they thought that the townspeople would be would come over. They and didn't want him. to. Yeah. Okay, got it. For the record, I am not a um, mental health professional, nor can I diagnose anyone as being a sociopath. 
Oh, right. Sorry. Except for this guy is a he's, fucker. He's the worst. <laughs> they ended up uh, moving him to a cemetery years later. Okay. So they they just kept him there for, well for a while while they were still kicking because they didn't want him to be. So he just basically like had these impulses and just was able to be in a position where he could. He tortured. Torture yeah, and murder people. people because. Murdered that infant in the prison. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just a horrible human being. Yeah. Ugh, that's so gross. Um, this Joshua Ward house um, contains the spirit of an innocent woman mm-hmm. who was accused of witchcraft. They don't know which one. As there opposed to the other women. Plenty to choose from. <laughs> one innocent woman. Uh, if you go to the house, um, people report feelings of extreme uneasiness. Weird. Um, most of Salem, you'll feel that. Weird. <laughs> um, did you, did you feel that way when you were there? Totally. Yeah. I actually didn't even know this. Um, and I don't have it in my paper, so I can't really speak, uh, very clearly about it, but apparently there's something interesting about the ley lines, L-E-Y ley lines yeah, yeah. of Salem. Okay. That there is, um, do you feel comfortable enough to explain ley lines or cause I, ugh, I don't, we can get, we can go back to that. Yeah. Let's go back to it. I mean, I, I do and I don't, but considering I'm still reeling from the judge, uh, Corwin versus Sheriff Corn. I think it's Sheriff Corwin and it was judge right. Hawthorne before. And I missed okay. It. I sorry. Missed it no, we'll come back to ley lines. Cause I, I understand the general idea yeah. of it, but I want to give an actual like real explanation. I do. I would love to talk about the longitude and latitude. Yeah. Longitude and latitude. Cause it's and fascinating. I would love to talk about like the way the water flows. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really fast, fascinating theory. Yeah. And then it's going to mess up like as a human, you'll, you'll sink with it and it'll mess up your circadian rhythms and totally make you feel weird. Yeah. Anyway, you'll feel weird. <laughs> um, uh, apparently in the home, uh, trash cans are constantly being kicked over Books are being pulled from the shelves. Mm-hmm. There are cold spots, and uh, candles are often found in a puddle of wax, even though they have never been lit. Oh. So there seems to be an interactive poltergeisty type deal. That's cool, though, yeah. the candle thing. Yeah. <coughs> poltergeist. Poltergeist. Um, next up, we have, we only have two more things left. Oh. Woo. Look at us Look rocking. at you. Just running through your papers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well. <laughs> always making fun of me. <laughs> no, I'm like, you're so researched and you're, I'm always so impressed. And I, I am sincerely saying that. Okay. I mean it. Okay. We can now take you to the old Salem jail. <laughs> um, it, uh, let's see. Oh, so it was, um, opened in, um, 18. Nope. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was opened. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Uh, it's one of the oldest operating correctional facilities in and residents in America. Okay. It was built in 1813 and it closed in 1991. Wow. It's um, believed that people can feel the criminals who were once in prison there. Okay. So um, this could be some hangover from the uh, 1692 trials. It's very close, but that building wasn't there. That said, the building in and of itself, kind of like the um, the state hospital that we talked about, Danvers State Hospital, mm-hmm. um, Old Salem Jail has been, just been a hot spot of activity. Um, this is interesting. There was no major res- uh, renovation uh, from 1845 to 1991. What? Oh. They went that whole time. What? So they this were doing like the, key, like the crazy keys and the locks yeah. and oh my God. Without any major res- renovation since 1845, what? the facility did not have individual plumbing in each cell. No, yeah. no, no. Inmates no. were given five gallon buckets to use as chamber pots oh. while awaiting their once a week trip to the facility's two functioning toilets. Oh. Yeah. Um, it was filled with rodents and cockroaches. By the way, a corrections officer there. I'm going to hear from him uh, in a second um, as a quote. But there was another correction officer. I didn't write this on my page. But he basically was like, if you were a corrections officer officer there, you were basically in prison yourself. Like, it sucked. It was freezing. Everyone was scared to death of it. Um, Like, it didn't have... Uh, lights were added later. It was freezing cold. It was super fucking hot, and there were just bugs and shit everywhere. What the fuck? This was a state-operated facility. Mm-hmm. Do we need to talk to our friend who is um, whose uncle is the Massachusetts governor? <laughs> uh, who's that? I'll tell you later. Oh my! Um, I, I mean, like that you just spoke into my phone with your hand over it, like that was gonna. Like I was like whispering to you. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I can't believe that. So this corrections officer <gasps> said, quote, 
We had to live the same way the inmates lived. The roaches crunched under our feet. We had to smell the same body odor uh, and stink they did. <gasps> oh, that's... So this was actually like a state-run facility. I don't know if it was state-run. It says... Um, oh, okay. The old Salem jail was the oldest operating correctional facility in residence in America. But they were still sending... So, but Yeah. The county or whoever was sending... Closed in 1991. They were sending people there. Yeah. I actually have... Um, before it closed in 1991. Oh, that's so In 1984, terrible. inmates successfully sued Essex County Essex County, and Reardon, claiming that the Salem Jail provided unsafe living conditions. As a result, approximately 850 inmates shared a settlement of over $100 million. Good for them. Uh-huh. That's yeah. horrible. So they sued... 850 inmates got over $100 million, but this is weird. And, <laughs> and yet, <laughs> when the jail closed in 1991, 13 inmates refused to leave. They didn't want to go. I like it here. They did. They liked it there. They, they some made... of them had been there forever. And they <laughs> they didn't want to leave their cells for the new $53 million facility oh in Middleton. Oh, my God. So it must have been, one, a, it must have been a state-run facility then. Um, yeah, either county, because it says Essex County in Reardon. Yeah, okay. Which is in Massachusetts. Okay. I mean, I, So it's a jail, not... It's, it's like, a jail. Yeah, not a prison. The old Salem jail. Okay. Although there are a lot of inmates there. I can't, I can't speak to it. I don't know if it's... Okay, I'm sorry. Right. I'm, this is, like, this is amazing. But you should talk to Elizabeth Warren about this. <laughs> Please. Uh, um, anyway... Uh, oh yeah, so I was talking about um, people wouldn't leave. The inmates wouldn't leave. Listen, one had to be dragged out by the riot squad. <gasps> well, they and probably... that person threw buckets of urine to stay. <laughs> <laughs> He's but like, it... I've made friends with my rat. Yeah, his name is Beady Eyes. Uh huh. <laughs> he sleeps with me every night. I won't leave Beady Eyes. Uh huh. That's crazy. And he did not leave Beady Eyes. He didn't leave Beady Eyes. No, he did. Okay, I just. <laughs> Um, if you ever visit old Salem jail, besides being grossed out, uh, you will have ghost experiences, uh, in that you can hear, uh, chains rattling, screams, and you can hear crying prisoners. If you want to. so terrible. (laughs) You could just go to an, uh, an apple orchard. Yeah, I would much rather go to an apple orchard. Bridget Bishop. Bridge Bish. Got one more hunting for you. Okay. Yeah. Is it nice? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I don't believe you. No. Um, I'll tell you a nice story later. All right. All right. We're going to go to the Howard Street Cemetery. Okay. Um, the Howard Street Cemetery is located on Howard Street in Salem, mm-hmm. near the old Salem jail. <laughs> Giles Corey, who we've talked about, he yeah. was the one who was crushed to death. Um, <sighs> he was actually uh, crushed to death in the alley behind or beside the cemetery. I hate it. I hate it the was crushing. Just, uh, just killed right there. Yeah, that's so gross. Uh-huh. That's so uh, gross and awful. When he was uh, piling those rocks on him, the sheriff kept asking if he was a witch, and Giles never admitted it. And with his last breath, he put a curse on the town. Good for him. <laughs> I know that was. I kind of want to cry. Like that's oh, awful, right? So terrible. Um, last ghost stories here. Uh, outside of the Howard Street Cemetery, um. People claim to see the ghost of Giles Corey floating through the cemetery. Others have felt a cold hand touch them when they were walking there. And some have had the feeling of being stopped. Mm-hmm. Oh, which actually think... reminded me of, of that one weird dude that I met in that cemetery. Do you think that was Giles Corey? Well, I think it was a living person. Did, he, did somebody <laughs> give him a camera? Who was a creep. <laughs> uh, but I, I can tell you this. Before that guy showed up and was creepy, I think he was the answer to what I thought was creepy. Oh. I think I already felt creeped out because okay. I've been looking behind my shoulder the whole time. Right. And I actually, before I realized that person was an actual creep, I did that thing that you often do when you're in haunted locations. Yeah. If you're like, um, is this kind of creepy and scary or are the people here kind of creepy mm-hmm. and scary? If you've ever been to a ghost location, you have this inner predicament all the time. Yep. Because ghost people, hey, I love you, but they're weird. Yeah. And yeah. they can be extremely strange. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so I think he was like a paranormal investigator that was just real strange and like following me around. It was weird. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Sorry, I said that yeah really loudly. <laughs> um, to, well, to your point, um, there 
there's a horror film because I have to bring it over. Sure. <laughs> called um, the houses. I think it's the houses uh, that October built, and it's about a group of young adults who um, take a tour of all of these haunted houses, like in in the area. Like they're they're on like a road trip and they go to all these haunted houses, and the big creep value of that movie is the fact that the people who work these houses or that they encounter in these small towns, because that's a popular thing that people do in small towns. I mean, I grew up in that environment. Um, they're creepy. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're different than that. And it's not that they're actually creepy people. It's that they're different. Um, and I mean, that movie is a little bit, it's a horror movie. So of course there's more to it, but, sure. but that's, like kind of the big suspenseful thing is like the whole time you're like expecting one of these people to jump them or do something horrible. And it's like, no, they don't. They're just, yeah. they're just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's something, there's something to be said about that. I mean, the amount of ghost locations I've been to where just people are, they're just strange. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to like pick a turf or be in a fight cause I'm not, it doesn't bother me, but like, but I think people just come up out of nowhere and they'll be like, hello. And you're like, whoa, hi. And they're like, um, a ghost wanted me to talk to you. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and then they never say, just like I never tell pleasant ghost stories, they never say anything normal. Right. But I think <laughs> it's always something like real ooky. It's not, well, here's the thing. Like, if you're going to approach someone with that information, <laughs> there's really go no good way to deliver it. Especially, like, if you're already in a creepy place and yeah. you're anticipating something scary to happen and then somebody's like oh hi i'm here and i'm <laughs> right. a medium and i have some news for you like you can't just deliver it that way yeah it's they like, can't start off singing like happy by pharrell williams <laughs> no and be like hey your great aunt's here right because you're already you're already on guard it's not like you're gonna have that john edwards guy who's like i'm looking for a d a d a d a right. dad 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 <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> whose nope. dad died here Nobody, and like half the, half the audience is like <laughs> that doesn't happen dad died. <laughs> he's talking to me um i love yeah. to the vagueness of like you had a fight but he forgives you and you're like cool thanks. oh my god we did have a fight like 17 years ago you're just describing normal human behavior <laughs> uh john edwards i hope you're well john edwards the medium not the politician yeah john edwards the politician fuck you go to john hell edwards the uh <laughs> medium also fuck you just kidding yeah jk I mean, kidding you scammed us all. Good for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We fell for it. Yeah, we're the suckers. I mean, I did. Oh, real quick before yeah. we close, um, I looked up Sarah Good. Oh. And um, I, the reason I knew her name was actually she's a character from The Crucible. Oh. She's the mentally unstable or unstable homeless woman. Oh. Who accuses um Abigail. Oh. Or Abigail accuses her of being a witch. Okay. Well, so they're both, yeah, they're both yeah. on this list. So she is, um, that's how I knew the name. Famous for being accused of mm -hmm. witchcraft. Yeah. Well. Thank you for that story. That was fun. Hey, yeah. I'm sorry I messed up some deets, but you know. Whatever, dude. It was good. Um, hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to uh, that story of mayhem, witchcraft, and tyranny. Mm -hmm. All brought to you by Salem, Massachusetts, 1692. Followed by some ghost stories that are uh, contemporary uh, to 2017. Yeah. If you have any problems with Massachusetts in general, go ahead and uh, email your governor and call your senators and representatives on the phone. But you shouldn't because Massachusetts is a wonderful state. I guess. I mean, I think it's nice. I think it's awesome. I love Massachusetts. But I, I, don't, I don't think that should like it's uh, beautiful. Uh, make people not engage in democracy. Right. <laughs> Speak your truths, everybody. Right? Utah's beautiful. Call your senator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the politics of Massachusetts, too. I, there, I said it. Oh, my God. There, you I are said so it. so political. <laughs> you like that Romney care? Oh, ooh. <laughs> well, we're currently living with it, so... Uh-oh. Uh okay. We should stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening anyway. No. Hey, guys, thank you so much for coming back and, quote, unquote, listening to High Spirits. That's Okay. If you turn it off early, we agree. We we agree. No, we understand. <laughs> Time to go. Time to go. Hey, um, if you want to get in touch with us, um, come to our <laughs> Facebook page, High Spirit Chicago Podcast. If you want to email us, highspiritchicago at gmail.com. If you want to tweet at us, High Spirit Chicago Podcast. And Instagram at 
High Spirit Chicago. I G us. I G. I gram us. Kim yeah. Kardashian follows us. You can follow you can follow both of us on the social media. You as sure well. can. Wait, hold on. Courtney Kardashian also follows. High she Spirit. does? She does. Can we unfollow her? I love her. Do you? No. I like Chloe the best. I don't know any of them. I mean, I know that they're people. <laughs> you know Kylie or Kendall Jenner? I know that Jenner. They're, they're people. Oh. But that's it. Do they I know, know they're people? I know. That, are they people? I don't know. I know one of the Jenners from the Fire Festival. Oh, my gosh. Me too. Yeah. Have we talked about We shouldn't about go them? after them, though, because you know what happens when people hysterically go after women? They get burned. <laughs> right? They get hung. Bitches get burned. Um, <laughs> they get hung at Gallows Hill. <laughs> So Kardashians, keep doing you. We're not You're getting married. You're fine, Kardashians, whoever you are. <laughs> um, well, that's... What are you drinking? I'm drinking um, Half Acre Brewing Company. Tuna, thank you so much for buying me all this beer, Half Acre. I appreciate it. <laughs> not true. Um, I am drinking Pigmentum Malbec, The Secrets in the Squeal. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us next time right here in High Spirits. Uh, Noelle has one gnarly, awful thing to say to you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>